Hey, I'm Brandon Marsh. And I'm Sam Voss. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. I mean, it's a work in progress. Come along for the ride. Well, good morning, afternoon, evening. Because who knows when they're listening to it. Thanks, Yeah, thanks for trying. Hey, welcome back to the Price Right Podcast. My name is Sam Voss. I am Brandon Marsh. And we are excited that you guys are here with us again. Hey, um, I went to a concert last night. And you guys can't see the look on Sam's face, but you can definitely tell. <laughs> Who doesn't love a Thursday night concert? I do think I like Thursdays more than Fridays. I really do, because it's it's just the anticipation that kills me. The anticipation of what? Just that it's almost Friday. <laughs> so, so you're pumped not for the concert on Thursday. You're pumped that it's I'm almost like, Friday. Man, it's almost Friday. But all day yesterday, I'm like, oh, man, it's Thursday. Thursday's just a good day, and tomorrow's Friday. I mean, I get it. I love Fridays, too. I know you do. Well, that's why we record these on Fridays now. Exactly. Because well, we I used would rather, to always do it Fridays. Is that how we started doing it? Yeah. And then we jumped to Thursdays. And then, and then, then you did a Wednesday a couple times. <laughs> yeah, true. True, true, true. Um, yeah, I went to a concert band called Juniper. It's like, um, help me understand you. I'm on the wrong side. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Pay me like a bad guy. Yeah, you should listen to it. Um, it's super cool. I love them. Uh, they're buddies of mine. But it was a very fun night. What'd you do last night? What'd you do on the, on Thursday night? Thursday nights are always better than Friday nights. Uh, no, we fed the horses, so we had to do a round bale. You have horses? Yeah, my wife has horses. You have horses too, then. Uh, I help. I help. I don't. Did you guys horses. get the miniature horse? <laughs> we did once. Oh wait, I thought you were gonna get one the other day, or a miniature cow. What were you getting? Oh yeah, she wanted. She showed me a picture of one, and I was like, "Yeah, do whatever you want." And then she thought about it. She's like, "Ah, that's so." You have how many work. horses do you does she have? Three. Three horses. So yeah, you, you live on a little bit of land. Yeah, like just under nine acres. Oh dang, nice. Right, right down the road, right, off Maple. Right down yonder, right down yonder, around the corner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is Friday, so I'm glad that finally you're happy again because you've just been so sad lately. Because yesterday you were on drugs. Yeah, I took so my. <laughs> it's the classic like your wife tells you not to do something, and you're like, "I'll be fine." Hundred. I mean, that's our. That's. I mean that's Every being day of our lives. that's being a man. Honestly, <laughs> if you don't do that, right there, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're 100% so right. <laughs> allergies are plaguing me right now. Mm. So in the morning, get up, take an allergy pill. While well, we had like a bottle of non-drowsy that I've been running through lately with sure. all the dry air and stuff, and uh, ran out yesterday, and uh, I was just like, oh, you know these this other bottle has smaller pills in it and i was taking like two bigger ones that are non-drowsy but these didn't specify non-drowsy my wife's like i don't think those are non-drowsy you're probably gonna feel tired and i'm like i'll be fine take two of them oh it was like drinking nyquil (laughs) i was like yesterday you were like oh i was out of it i was just trying to like mentally push myself to keep going because i felt so tired it yeah, was miserable. That's gonna be me. that's <laughs> my wife's that's like gonna be me today after the concert. Yeah, my wife's like, how's it going? And I was like, I am so tired. I almost bought a Red Bull to kind of counteract. And you never have caffeine. I feel like. No, no, I drink water all day at work. 
Then you don't drink water in the evening. What would you, what would be? Your I drink water drink? like what would crazy. Be your drink of choice in the evening. I mean, I drink a lot of water. Water? I was yeah. trying to like get to know like uh, maybe pop or liquor or beer. The only time I ever drink pop is when there's liquor in it. <laughs> the only time I drink pop is when there's liquor involved. Yeah, like if you give me a plain Coke, I'm going to drink it and be like, what's wrong with it? Yeah. There's no captain in I here. I get it. I think summer is... Normally, we don't only talk about alcohol on here, but it is summer. Yeah. I would say tequila. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Tequila is uh, no, like... Kidding. I love it. You love it? I I think in the summer, it just... it's. I don't know. It just it just gets me excited. Oh, it's like tequila tastes like right before you're about to throw up, where you get that sour mm, taste. No. What what do you? You're like a probably like a whiskey guy. Pretty much. Yeah. Rum. Rum's always a good. Rum's solid a little choice. summery. You know, I get it. You, I get you. All right. Well, maybe you're listening with a cocktail. <laughs> I mean, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be great. I mean, I think we could should, we implement that. We could do a late night episode sometime perfect okay sorry it's been a little bit since we've launched a episode um brandon marsh has been a little under the weather no way (laughs) (laughs) sam has been peeing stones i yeah um i i feel like this is a chance for me to be honest and vulnerable which is one of the things i you know talk about that we need to be more of all the time so i struggle with kidney stones so I've had four surgeries for him. I've passed over twenty-five. Do you keep them on like a wall, like <laughs> yeah, in a oh, jar, the like, wall of fame? Yeah, like oh, this one, June this, of June this of girl nineteen. Right here that was one. a big. She's a big girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I used to keep them because they like they study them and all that kind of stuff. But then oh, I, to see like what they're made yeah, of. Yeah, see what they're made of because it's mainly like calcium, right? Yeah, calcium, and then they have a sodium buildup too. One, but. So you should drink a lot of water. Oh, I should drink a lot of water, a lot of grape juice. No tequila. A lot of tequila. <laughs> it takes the pain away. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good song. Oh, uh, yeah. I should write that song sometime. Um, but yeah, so I'm feeling, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. I've not passed it yet, but how a kidney stone works is it can kind of settle into a pocket in your kidney. And then once it starts moving, that's when it hurts. If you're ever going to come up with a song about kidney stones, you could call it Skipping Stones. Skipping Stones. I'm on it. Yeah. I'm going to do that. But, um, hey, last month um, we didn't, I know because it's been a couple weeks, we have not really hit on which store won and and those kind of things. So um, I'd love to share that for you if you're you're willing to hear. Well, I heard it already. You want to hear it again? I'm excited to hear it. Okay. Sam Boss style. Here's what's happening around the dealership. Presented to you by Price Right Auto. Alrighty, folks, welcome into the sales ring. No? That's pretty, that's legit. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, I'd love to be on radio someday. I feel like I would really enjoy that. Matt Chapkis was on radio. Do you remember that? Would you, do you think radio is a step above a podcast? Mm. Or is it just because, like, a podcast, anyone can do it? Well, the thing with radio is you have guaranteed listeners. Maybe not, though. Yeah, I don't think anything's guaranteed. Like, mm, yeah, you're right. I don't know. It's a good question. 
Let me think about it for next time. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, when you're so, more, more coherent. Yeah. Please. <laughs> after, after a night, after a, 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 you know, you know what I mean? Tracking? I'm on board. I love it. All right. So, it's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. Last, um, last month, um, we had Marn, the Marnians, as, as we're calling them over here. Well, first of all, let's clarify this. If you're listening and you're not a Price Right employee, one of the things that we love to do around here, or a core value, or whatever you'd like to say, is compete. Compete. Beat. I was going to say have. I was going <laughs> to say have fun, but <laughs> I love compete too. No, there's there's a very friendly competition between both of our stores, one in Marn, one in Nunica, the Marnians and the Nunicans. I don't know how that even started, but I'm kind of into it. The Nunicans. The Nunicans. But um. Yeah, two stores. Um, we always sell around the same um, number of, of units, and we always kind of carry the, a similar number of units on our lots. So uh, it's just kind of become a friendly competition, a fun competition. There's a group chat, actually, of all the sales guys. And, of course, uh, you know, we're getting close to the end of the month, and Marn's talking crap, and Nunica's talking crap, and, of course, I jump in, and I'm like, we're a team. <laughs> Don't forget we're one team. Um, and they're all like, yes, yeah, Sam, shut up, please. But we are one team, but we like to have fun and compete. So with that being said, Marn last month was kind of losing the entire month. Yeah. Trying to catch up, trying to catch up, trying to catch up. You actually challenged the service department out there and was like, the only way Marn's going to win is if the service department steps up. Well, guess what? They stepped up. They stepped up. They sure did. So Marn delivered 66 units last month. Nunica was very close, delivered 63 units. Now, with all of that being said, the very exciting thing for Priced Right Auto is... Priced Right Auto was the number one independent dealer last month in the, in Ottawa County. So, uh, obviously, yeah, we like to compete. We like to have fun. So when we beat out our competition, it is something that's like, wow, we're doing something right. But I think it's more exciting for us to know like we are like the processes we're putting in place, the people that are here, the culture shift, the hard work, the early mornings, late nights, like that is all paying off. Correct. You know? Um, so there's a lot of factors in into like being number one in Ottawa County, and I think it's just excited as as a team that we were able to do that. It's not just Chris or Holly or John or whoever. It's like we all came together, we're all pushing hard. Um, and so, Marn, congrats on your victory last month. It sounds like Chris Stuyvesant owes you guys a steak dinner. Ooh. Yeah, Chris is not going to love paying for that one. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's not going to be stoked when he listens va- to this. Yeah, he's on vacation right now. I hate to remind him of that, but you better get that card out, buddy. You better save a little bit on that card for the Marn boys. Um, I'm neutral. But he takes a steak medium rare. But I feel like neutral. I mean, I should get a steak too. Let's be honest. No. I mean, Why you share me a like little that? bit. All right. Maybe just mashed potatoes. Mm. Maybe chicken breast. <laughs> I mean, chicken legs at least. All right, I love that. Um, and then we have a little update for you guys for this month as well. So this month, Marn is at five delivered vehicles, 21 deposits. Nunica's at 11 delivered with three deposits. So once again, pressure goes back onto the service department and Marn 
to push those vehicles through. However, it is early in the month. I mean, we're only nine days in, probably what, six, seven business days in? Something like that. Seven. So, seven? Today's seven? Yeah. I love it. All right. So, that's where we're at. What's going on? I mean, we didn't really intro what's going on around the dealership, but do you have any updates for us? Besides that you uh, are stressed out and starting to get burnt out and (laughs) (laughs) anything else? (laughs) Oh, you know what? Boss isn't here. We're going to call it a day after this. Oh, yeah, we are. Early day. Half day Friday. But no, no. I mean, honestly, this right here, we have guys uh, taking time off. We're short staffed. Mm -hmm. Um, So right now in service, we're only running like two and a half because I'm kind of floating. Um, But we're still pushing out work which is incredible i mean that just goes to mm-hmm. show like you said the processes in place and the people we have mm. i mean when times get tough i mean they step up and i think this is a good transition to start talking about basically people trying to find a career that they enjoy Dang, be marsh ready to drop some culture stuff <laughs> this morning uh, dog doggy dog I mean, you had two pages worth ready to go. Yeah, I do. Let me, let me, uh, let you me get my stuff You up. enlightened me you at 6.30 a.m. You enlightened me. Um, okay, sorry. Hang on. Let me, I need, you put me on the spot. I wasn't ready. I mean, I was just talking. <laughs> I know. I love what you're talking about. But now I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Um, I need to go to resources. Then I need to go to my items. And then I need to go to saved posts. I got it. So there's this guy called Chad Gano who owns Regal Plastics. I don't even know what that is. And I don't think it's relative. Relative? I don't think it's relevant. (laughs) Jeez, I was out late. It's not real. (laughs) Not real. Um, Okay, so this guy owns Regal Plastics. Um, He is on LinkedIn, Chad Gano. Um, he posts all sorts of things about culture, about taking care of employees, about how to be a good boss, etc. So he wrote a couple things over the past couple weeks that have kind of um, been sticking out to me, I guess. So this gives you a little history on who he is and his company and why um, culture and taking care of people matters. So this is what he wrote. In the past five years, we have added over $30 million in top-line revenue to our 52-year-old company, tripling the size of the organization. The primary reason we focused our energy on building an incredibly healthy company culture. Here are three simple things that we do. One, we don't hire for skills. We hire for attitude. 99% of the jobs out there can be taught. Look for the right people over the perfect resume. Side note, obviously in the automotive industry, there are certain things that we do need to hire for skill. Technicians. <laughs> yeah. And other things too. But I mean, marketing, you can't hire a guy for marketing that doesn't know how to operate a computer. It would be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the marketing role. And do you know how to work a computer? No, I do everything by hand. We probably wouldn't hire them. I guess you're probably right. <laughs> Number two, he writes, we only promote from within. After you find the right people, have patience with them, coach them up, most employees will surprise you with their ability to grow into the bigger role. I feel like we've been doing that a lot lately, honestly. Yeah. 
Lots of promoting with them. Um, which also means that sometimes to get into an organization, you might have to take a role that you don't want to be in to get to where you to get where want you want to be. to be. You know. Um, okay, so three. Our managers sit down with each employee for two hours every quarter to ask one question: How are you doing? Every quarter offsite, two hours informal. It's not a performance review with a damn checklist. How's I sorry, I'm it, it's a quote. I don't know what to this tell is you. It's supposed to be child friendly. <laughs> child friendly. Oh beep. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they ask these types of questions. How's life going? What's going on with you? How are you doing? What's working? What's not working? As leaders we care and it's not about the job. Of course we will talk about work, but the point of these is just to sit down and chat, open up about anything, get to know one another, etc. These have been so incredibly healthy for our organization, and I think it's one of the most important things that we do. Work doesn't have to suck. And you know what doesn't suck? Hanging out for two hours off-site with your boss, having a great conversation. As always, hopes this help. And I do want to say, though, no matter what you do, it's going to suck sometimes. Hundred. So thinking, going into any job, I don't care what it is, if you just sell coffees, you're going to have a bad day. How can you have a bad day selling coffee? I mean, you're dealing with people. I love people. All people, Sam? Yeah. <laughs> no. I didn't say You'd that. You'd make a great service writer. Would I? Yeah. Hey, um, calling you today to let you know this happened to my cousin yesterday. So I brought his car in for an AC recharge. He was like, I think I did an AC recharge. It was on a Civic, so I guess it needs like a special like one, two, three, four recharge or something. Oh, yeah, the newer stuff. Doesn't it sound good when I kind of know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, cool. I've been, I've been trying to learn about the insides of those vehicles. So, um, you know, call him. Morgan Morgan calls him. He, she's like, hey, it's going to be around, you know, 300 bucks because it needs a special type of recharge and whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know, the whole the whole spiel. He's like, yep. oh, shoot, that's more than I thought it was going to be. Well, they do the recharge and it still doesn't work. <laughs> Something with an AC. The clutch? Compressor? Mm, compressor. Yep. That's what it was. $800 later or whatever, right? And she had to call him. <laughs> Which isn't fun to do. I know we've said that before on the podcast, but like to call somebody who was expecting three hundred dollars, and you're like, "Hey, by the way, we found the problem. It's going to be eight hundred and fifty dollars." Yeah, but I would love to call people and tell them to spend more money. You know? Yeah, I mean, most people are, I mean, very understanding. You just talk to them like a a human. Well, it sucks. Like it suck. It would suck for us. Yeah, it's like. You know, it um, is what it is. Okay, so that that right up about Chad, that gives you a little bit of a their company, right? The culture shifting, uh, revenue coming in. They would argue that it's mostly culture shifting that, etc. So mm-hmm. he also wrote this, which I think will kind of get us uh, down a rabbit hole a little bit. But I'm excited to see. If, I'm excited to see where that rabbit hole goes. Perfect. Okay. Just remember, Steve's listening. What does that mean? Don't swear. Oh, yeah. No swearing. <laughs> it's a quote. Let me make sure there's no no swears in this one. Okay, so... You're welcome, Steve. 50 million people quit their job last year. 4.5 million people per month quit their job in the United States more than ever. Employees are rethinking the definition of success. 
It's not just about the money or the job title. It's waking up in a good mood. It's being happy. The balance of power has shifted away from employers and towards employees. If you're an employer and you're not prioritizing employee happiness and well-being, you are going to get left behind. Your best people will leave for companies that focus on the happiness of their employees. If you want to win the war on talent, build a great company culture. Build a culture based on kindness, empathy, and compassion. Build a culture based on openness and trust. Build a culture of teamwork. Build a culture of encouragement. Get rid of company politics, big egos, and bureaucracy, and in general, care. Employees have had enough. Times are changing, and it's a beautiful thing. Don't adapt and get crushed by the guys that do. Because work doesn't have to suck. What do you think? There's a lot of truth to it. There's a lot of truth to it. But. I like butts. I think if. (laughs) If you're not pushing yourself. If you you push yourself every day Mm. to do better, to progress, you're going to have a lot more sucky days than someone that is complacent and I wouldn't say just wants to be happy, but right. doesn't have that, that pressure, that right. drive. I think I, I totally agree with you. I think not he's, I don't think he's missing this because I'm sure this exists because I would argue great company culture is about, yeah, people taking care of employees, people being happy um yeah for sure but i think it's equally like people who want to push and grow and become better which is typically the kind of people that are promoted within right and there's a lot of people that just come to work and like this is what i do this Mm -hmm. is what i enjoy Mm -hmm. and i'm sure even those people you know everyone has a bad day here and there you know something's everything's not going right and that's how you handle it right that's gonna how you handle it and how the people around you handle it kind of make it seem if it's worth it or not. Hundred, hundred percent tiles. Okay. So (laughs) I think, I mean, we've talked about this before on here, right? Company culture is a top down thing, right? Cause you could have somebody who's an entry level position. Who's an incredible human being, hard worker, but it might be difficult for them to change the culture of an organization because they don't have a role that is impacting as many people. Right. Now, I would still argue they can lead up, and I think that's a separate conversation for another podcast. How do you lead up in an, how do you lead up when you're not the boss? Somebody used to tell me that all the time. Even though you're not in charge, you can still be a leader, right? Absolutely. So You can be an influence. For sure. Which an is- influencer. Yeah. <laughs> less TikTok, more work. <laughs> more TikTok, less work. More tequila. Man, you are just rough. <laughs> <laughs> you are, man, you look rough today. Okay, so but I think one of the things that I'm maybe I'm trying to get at is I do think leadership and bosses are key players in company culture shifting. What I mean by that is, as a boss, are you doing your best to do those kind of things for employees where you're like, hey, what's going on? Obviously, yeah, you can help influence the amount of money they get paid. You could easily, any of us could easily go to Chris and say, 
hey, so-and-so who works under me or who reports to me has been killing it. We, we should give them a raise, right? right? That goes a long way. That's great. Yeah. But equally so, so does acknowledging the hard work that they're putting in. Sending a text and saying, hey, I know that it's been hard lately or, I don't know, buying them lunch on a Friday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's just so many other things that you can do to help people know that, hey, we're grateful for the things that you're doing and we're thankful that you're pushing as hard as you are, right? Um, <clears throat> which is... This is the other thing that I was going to hit on today. So once a month, our we, we might have said this on here before. We haven't been on in a couple of weeks, so I'm it's it's all coming back to me. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. So um, once a month, our managers all get together and we kind of talk about talk about the business a little bit. But more importantly, we kind of focus on hey, how can we become great bosses or great leaders? Right? You've been in there for those things. Yeah. We'll sometimes do an exercise, sit-ups, push-ups. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll do uh, just some sort of exercises to more or less help our... Wow, having a hard time today. We do these exercises... He's to, been talking this whole time and his eyes have barely been open. <laughs> Allergies. <laughs> um, we do these exercises to help our brains think differently maybe than we would normally think. Probably yeah, because everyone's different. Like, yeah, you talk for a little bit. You talk. You go. You go. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, Sam is very about the emotional state of an employee, and I am more numbers, production. Like, I don't really care too much about receiving gratitude unless, you know, I'm getting, like, we had the conversation before I was getting feeling like I was getting beat down with the emails, you know, constantly you got to do this, got to do that. That was obviously just me looking at it being directed to me and not a company as a whole. So obviously that put more pressure on me when it didn't really need to be. Mm. Um, But typically I don't really care about someone like, Hey, you know, good job today. Hey, good job. That doesn't affect me because Brandon, you're doing a good job. (laughs) I know if I do a good job because I'll have goals set in the morning. And if I complete those by the end of the day, that's how Mm -hmm. I know I do a good job. So I don't need the recognition. Whereas some people, they will literally kill themselves all day working Mm. and they don't care about the money. They don't really have a goal set. They just money, money, money. It's about, I guess, working for the employer like they're trying their best to because they care about the company so they're trying everything they can and so if they don't get that recognition Mm. that's basically like them having the worst day of their life you may see their performance start to fall off so i think what you said i love what you said there about setting goals for yourself though too yeah i mean every morning don't you set a like you plan your day like this is yeah my day is gonna go yes but I've never thought about it in terms of goals, which I like, though. I like that. Yeah, very, very short-term goals. Right. No, yeah. I've always thought about it as like a Which is a task. double-edged sword, because this but. is where I struggle going from, you know, a full-on flat-rate tech yeah. to now I'm kind of in the office, because it was a lot easier when I was just worried about me. You mm. know, all right, I have these cars. This is my goal to get to these hours to get these vehicles done. And now I'm like, I'll set a goal like that sometimes because I'm like, all right, I'll get this 
couple things done in the shop. Mm-hmm. I'll go back in here. Well, then all of a sudden, you know, you got customers flooding in. Right. You got problems that pop up. Has that well, been the, difficult to make that shift? It's, it's a, it's difficult as far as a mindset change. So that's the biggest struggle I have. Cause basically think of it as this sitting down, you know, and you're ready, like you're playing football or something. You sit out half the game and then all of a sudden they're like, yep, you're in. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So you got to switch your mind Mm. from kind of a less physically demanding portion, but maybe more mentally, um, to the opposite. Or I think working on cars can be very mentally demanding as well as physically. So it's, it's definitely a mindset transition. So it's very hard some days to flip back and forth. Sure. Like, you know, you're el- your elbows deep in something and then someone's like, Oh, got a customer up front, yeah, you know? So you saying. just got to basically go from <laughs> what you were doing, switch your mindset to like, Hey, which you now probably I'm taking feel more care of this, this customer. You probably feel more this week than ever. Oh yeah. With Spence being out. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be, so do you get frustrated oh probably every day how do you you never come across that way uh it's just in my mind i know i know i get irritated and stuff like i'm like why can't i just get this done or Mm -hmm. something you know it, it bothers me but i just tell myself like you're you're doing your best Ooh, be marsh but in my mind what kills me some days is like my best isn't good enough. So I got to just push harder. Your best is always good enough, buddy. Uh, I don't think for me, if people believe that, I don't think you're truly pushing yourself. Well, yeah, I don't think it's a, <laughs> I agree. I let's hang on. I agree. <laughs> I, Again, Sam's the emotional one. He cares. It is a good balance. though. It is a honestly. great balance. Everyone always says they're like shocked that we do a podcast together. Cause we're like polar opposites of people. I'm like, how are you feeling? You're like, let's keep working harder. <laughs> no, not actually, but I do think, okay. So the trying your best thing, hundred percent agree. I think maybe a better way to say it is did I push myself as hard as I could be pushed today? Right. Without having a complete mental breakdown and throwing things across the shop. But sometimes you're going to push yourself to that limit too. And that's Which is probably good to know your breaking point. It's good because your breaking point's going to if you do that often, it's you're going to keep pushing your breaking point further and further. Mm. So now you're just getting so like when people get overwhelmed and I get overwhelmed, I mean, probably honestly on a daily basis, sure. you know, I just yeah. think like, man, it, you just sit there, you know, and your body gets hot and you start just sweating, doing nothing. Hundred. And you're like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, but I think it's, it's kind of a good feeling when things start to go well or you're like you look back and like a year from now i could not handle what i'm Mm. handling right now yeah and that's why when people say oh i feel overwhelmed not to be you know insensitive but Mm -hmm. i kind of take that as like (laughs) oh you think you're overwhelmed well i'm gonna double everything up sure and you're really gonna know what feeling overwhelmed is like which is maybe an 
a bad thing, but I kind of relate to it as like, you ever watched the movie Major Pain? You should know by now. I I have no. I I got to do better. I I'm not. Pushing, I can't believe I'm you not never pushing watched myself. Major Pain. I'm not pushing myself hard enough. So basically, there's a multiple scenes in there where he's like, his guys get injured or something, and he's like, oh, like I don't know. It's been forever since I watched it, but like your leg hurts, and uh, he's like, let me see your finger, and he grabs the guy's finger and like breaks his finger to take his mind oh off the pain gosh. of what else is going on sure. and focus on something else yeah. that is probably more minor, I right. guess. But it's uh, kind of a funny... Uh, Analogy? Yeah. It's true, though. I mean, if you focus on the thing that's driving you crazy, you're just going to drive yourself more crazy. Yeah. You know? Now, I think part of what you're saying, though, pushing yourself and... um maybe not feel like uh handling your frustrations i think a, i think a great manager can help with those things because if you if your boss is modeling handling frustrations or stress in a bad way the company is going to start to handle stress and frustration in a bad way too yeah right so this is my last one that i have to read today and then we can move on to something else cuz you feel like i'm talking too much so i feel like you're sleeping too much I'll leave. <laughs> what <laughs> sorry about that okay so no i'm just kidding well i have allergies this is interesting do you feel like my allergies are only in my left eye right now <laughs> does that make any sense <laughs> you have such a lazy eye right now oh it's so bad it's barely open i know <laughs> i know isn't it so bad you sure Jeez. it's not pink eye i don't know yesterday i went up to steve's office and he got clorox wipes out and was just wiping everything that i was touching because he's like i'm not getting pink eye <laughs> I was like, it's not pink eye, it's allergies. And he said, can you have allergies in one eye? I don't believe so. I don't know. That'd be a good thing for us to look up. But I'm going to read this instead. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it says, a great manager can change your life. It goes far beyond just the day-to-day of work. Here are three ways that great managers do it. One, they help you build your confidence. They encourage you and challenge you to be the best version of yourself. Sounds familiar to what we've talked about before. And as you get better, you start to believe in yourself more. Two, they create a positive atmosphere. They create an environment filled with compassion, encouragement, love, and support. An environment where you can be your true self. An environment where you don't hold back and push yourself. Don't hold back, comma. You push yourself. Just Mm -hmm. clarifying. (laughs) I didn't want you to think I was saying not push yourself. An environment filled with trust and where you are able to have a peaceful state of mind. Three, they encourage balance in your life they understand that life is not just about work they encourage you to take time off spend time with your family and friends and other hobbies they understand that getting away means just that with no anxiety or pressure to get back to work a great manager can do so much more than just improve your skills they can change your life that's a good snap so be the manager that you wish you had right i mean another quote that we've heard a lot lately at least our managers have heard a lot lately is being a boss is not about being in charge it's about taking care of those in your charge right so i mean if you have a guy like uh i can't think of a really great example yeah, you right have now. to be really you can't think about yourself you gotta be selfless yeah 100 yeah. percent. and i think you also need to in the thing that's hard and this is why i think you are wow i'm not 
trying to put the moves on you. But this is why you can you tend to be inspiring to me. What? Because you are able to not show your frustrations and allow what you want to happen to get in the way of what actually happens. And what I mean by that is this. So I have it oftentimes where employees will come to my office because I'm, I'm in an HR kind of a role where I help handle conflict. Yep. Well, sometimes I still, I mean, you said it when you walked in here. You're like, what is this? Are you an addict to, a, to hoarding things? Whatever you said. You don't actually sound like that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like I have, I have some tasks that I need to get done. And sometimes my day-to-day or the whirlwind of work takes me away from those tasks. And it yes. can become frustrating for me. Yeah. And it can become stressful. I feel like I wear that on my sleeve. I've always worn my heart on my sleeve. And it could be I'm more the emotional side than you are, by the way. Right? So when things aren't going my way sometimes or not even not going my way, but when things... When I'm not getting the things done that like are in front of me or the things that are on my mind, I start to get frustrated. And then Chris comes up. He's like, hey, you doing okay? Where you could be frustrated and none of us even know. I feel like some know because I definitely get quiet. Sure. That's probably my go-to. If yeah. I'm quiet, that's when I'm like like that one day having when a I, mental battle. The one day. When I kept coming down, hey, I'm like, one day, yes. remember that? And I was like, you okay? <laughs> yeah. You okay? You okay? Yeah. You okay? Because I know it's just it's just ultimately me being dumb. I mean, honestly, no one's forcing us to be here. No one's forcing us to Honor. deal with what we deal with. Honor. But the reason we're pushing ourselves is for that success, that end result, mm. that feeling of accomplishment. Right. That's why we do it, and that's what drives us. Jeez, you are just freaking dropping bombs in here that's what i think about when i get quiet (laughs) (laughs) um i think yeah i agree with you a great manager is going to help you push to be better and we have great leaders here because Mm. i do not think of myself as a great leader but when i have i think you are thank you you're welcome um but if you have irritations or something going on like i it's so wild to me to to be upset, to have like a mental problem. And I sit down with like Chris or Steve Mm -hmm. and just them talking calms me down. It's the wildest thing. Like you get people with that kind of energy around you that (laughs) you can be so mad on the verge. Like, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. I never want to see this place ever again. Right. And you talk to them for as soon as they open their mouth, it's like just a wave of calmness just floats over you and you're like yeah i don't know why i was getting so worked up about it it's just it is Sometimes what you just got to talk you just got to get it out there right which is also if you're a manager and you're listening like allow your employees to do that sometimes they need a space just to be like dang this sucks yeah and steve said it best too cuz i'm like man like he's dealt with customers just screaming oh you know? yeah and as soon as i don't like loud people mm. like just naturally people I worry that about <laughs> what you say about me <laughs> <laughs> you're you're okay oh thank you i <laughs> but, appreciate that <laughs> but like even people that you know some people are just naturally they have a loud energy voice oh yeah you know like i've told brandon in the mornings i'm like dude you're you're too much for me bring it morning. down baby. <laughs> bring it down a little so bit. it like almost like 
oh man, it makes me like, as soon as someone's loud towards me, my blood pressure goes up. I start sweating. Like it just puts me on edge. Makes sense why you always sweat when I'm around you. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> it is hot up here. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to turn the air on because we're going to hear it on here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, Steve was dealing with a, a customer, um, that just misunderstood what we were trying to do and was obviously irate. Um, and I was like, man, Steve, how do you, how do you handle that? And mm. they're like, honestly, some people just, they just need to talk. They just yeah. need to let it out. And by the end of it, everything was smooth over, calm. Dang. I mean, it was, it's impressive because seeing that kind of situation mm-hmm. prior to me kind of having to be in a position mm. like that, I would just be like, they're, <laughs> I would never want to be in that position. Right. Or, you know, I'll yeah, tell I feel them. like, because Holly had a very similar experience the other day. I was with her in Marne, and um, a customer called, and they were beyond. She put it on speakerphone, and I was listening, and I was like, holy smokes. Yeah. You know? Just like, um, I I will never come back to you guys. This is completely unacceptable. I can't believe you would treat somebody this way. Just going off. Right. And she was listening, listening, and then she responded with pretty much like, okay, well, let's do our best to get the vehicle here. We can take a look at it, you know? Yeah. And the lady, like, all of a sudden shifted. She's like, thank you so much. I think because it's I just, think she needed somebody just to listen to her. Yeah. Honestly, to vent and be like, this does, this sucks. What's going on? It's not like we're intentionally like, here, here's a really crappy car for you to drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we put, we put five grand into this thing <laughs> and sold it to you expecting it to be junk. Right. You know? You know? But people, I get, so seeing how people react to things like that, I'm starting to understand to put myself in their shoes. Mm. Because I have a very mechanical mind. Yeah. I'm very like that. I do well with fixing cars. I do well with managing organization with workflow. Sure. That's where I think my strong suit is. What I lack is the customer sensitivity side, mm. the employee sensitivity side, like understanding where they're coming from. And I've yeah. really been working on it. But I think people are just scared that they're going to get screwed. Oh, you know, yeah. that they're just like, I bought this car and their fight or flight reaction mm-hmm. is basically to fight and be like, I'm going to yell, scream, do whatever I can to make sure I get taken care of because right. everyone hears horror stories about shops yep. taking advantage. Because at the end of the day, if you buy a used vehicle, there is no lemon law that mm-hmm. does not exist in Michigan for used cars. Um that is only a new car thing. I worked at a dealer for 10 years and I seen like three cars my whole career actually really get lemon lawed. So it's very difficult to do on mm-hmm. a brand new car. Dang. So used cars, it does not exist, but people always say it. Yeah, they do. Um, they said that on the phone to Holly too. Yeah. And they're just scared. And then they always bring up lawyers and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which most places, if you say the word lawyer, they will basically hang up on you. Oh, and that man. and that's a done deal because I believe most people when they bring up the lawyer thing, mm-hmm. most of them don't have a lawyer. <laughs> is what <laughs> I'm suspecting. Hundred percent. Because I just I think they're just scared. They're doing everything they can to make basically put fear in us. Like, mm. oh man, we don't want them to leave a bad review. Blah blah blah. But once you understand where they're coming from, they don't 
fully understand what's wrong with their vehicle. Yeah. Like we had someone, their brakes were pulsating and they thought it was like a catastrophic failure. Mm. Once we uh, acknowledged their concern, spoke to them about it and fixed it, I mean, it was like a completely different person Mm. because now they have trust in us. Right. Because they're like, and I'm totally upfront with everybody. I mean, I will show you paperwork. I'm just, you know what? I'm not here to screw anybody over. Right. I want to help you because I don't want to deal with you being mad at me. Right. As much as you want to be mad. Right. You know, no one truly wants to just be angry every day. I don't, those are people I don't really enjoy if they do. Exactly. So that's where I'm understanding is people, sometimes they just need to vent, talk, but it mainly comes down to their understanding and they feel like they don't fully understand it. So they don't want to get basically screwed over by a shop or dealership. Yeah. I love what you're saying. And I think listening and taking care of the customer it almost is it almost goes in line with the manager conversation too because it's just how can you just be kind yeah and just have a yeah general consideration for people people (laughs) you know i don't think don't be the jerk that is always like comes across like arrogant and inconsiderate and you know like yeah nobody likes those people yeah like if you have a problem and you went to your boss and they're like you think your problem's bad i have so many right. problems that's not helping no at it's all. Like, all right well you know see ya yeah, exactly so. but um i have an employee who i think we should spotlight who embodies a lot of things we've talked about Time for the owner highlight of the week, where the owners choose one employee each week going above and beyond for the company. Enjoy. You deserve it. All right. So normally for our employee highlight uh, of the week, um, we get an owner. Well, sorry, we get an owner highlight of the week. Well, I wanted to do things a little bit differently today, and I thought we could highlight somebody who I haven't even told you about. It's so <laughs> exciting. Oh, my goodness. Um, so today is today is somewhat... Uh, I'm not sure if this podcast will be released on June 9th or it will be, be released on Monday, June 12th. However, um, we have an ins- a special person uh, who works here at Price Right Auto who is their last day today. Do you know who it is? Oh, Rick. Rick Killebrew. So about... <clears throat> Uh, November, November, October, November, um, the Stuyvesant family who owns Price Right Auto, um, they opened a quick lube next door to our Nunica location, and they were looking for somebody who was respectable, respectable, is that a word? Yeah. All right, I love it. I would use it, but I'm not too, uh, literate. (laughs) 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 Yeah, we over here talking on the podcast, so, um... (laughs) I don't even know what that was. <laughs> Dude, that was but, spot on, though. <laughs> I, I was kind of going for that uh, show. They, like, hunt alligators in the Everglades. Oh, I thought you went just real gangster on me. I was at first, and then I, and then I, went I country? pivoted. I pivoted. Remember pivot? Do you know what noodling is? No. You go catfishing? Like oh, you yeah. Catch fish, you but catch with, with your, your hand? hand. Yeah. yeah, I'm not interested, but thanks for inviting me. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so the 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 fa- sorry, so the family was was looking for somebody who would be able to kind of take that that quick lube and kind of make it their own, get it off the ground, and you know help it to become a, a thriving, successful part of the organization here at Price Right. Well, Rick Killebrew jumped on the team and really took that oil change to the next level where they started with, you know, three to five oil changes a day. And I know lately over the, over the past couple of weeks, they've been doing 15 to 20 a day and just like the customer base. And I think a lot of that goes to how Rick takes care of customers, how he's just over the, he communicates over the top. He, you know, he's kind, he's considerate. He also is a great leader over there with Ben and Tony and a couple new guys starting. And, um, he's really developed Ben because Ben's going to be taking over the oil change. And this yep. isn't Ben. This isn't your highlight. This is Rick's highlight. But I do <laughs> think that Rick pouring into Ben has has allowed Ben to get to a spot where now Ben can do it. You know, and that's a great manager and a great leader. Somebody who can. They always say a great boss is somebody who can work himself out of his own job by developing somebody to take his job. Yeah, and that's exactly what Rick has done. So. I don't think that oil change would be where it's at today without Rick. Um, I don't think Ben would be ready to do it if it weren't for Rick. Um, I I always joke, Rick's dead to me. (laughs) He's not actually. I'm just an emotional person, and I get sad when people leave who uh, I don't want to leave. So, Rick, if you you are listening to this, uh, we love you, and we're super thankful for what you've done over there. And I know that, uh, I mean, Chris says it all the time, for him to be able to be as hands-off as he is with that new of a business says a lot about uh, who you are, uh, Rick. So we appreciate what you do, and we're going to miss you around here, but we know you'll be back. Yeah. You'll be back. <laughs> you, you can't. You'll be back. I know you will. Um, do you have anything to add to that? Sorry, I kind of talked for a minute there. I mean, that's good. It was good talking. Okay. Great. Thank yeah. you. I mean, Rick was awesome. Great mustache. Oh, Great top mustache in the or, top mustache in the organization. He trimmed it up though this summer. It was a lot. Oh, uh, it's hot. Yeah, you know that upper lip gets sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the other thing that we got, which is kind of exciting, so we we say this every week too. If you listen, we would love for you to highlight somebody if you want to, whether you work here and you want to highlight somebody else, or you're a family member who listens, or a customer and you had a good experience, or blah 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 blah. Right. So you can either just let Brandon or I know and we can get it on here or you can email us. If you need our emails, just text us and ask us. Yep. Um, but Matt Chapkis um, messaged um, T me. Japkis. To Japkis. He um, said, please give a shout out to Heather Hutchinson. She does a great job managing the detailers, stepping in to help them when it's necessary as well. When you need to get something done, or find a set of lost keys. Yeah, definitely. Heather always jumps in to help. We're lucky to have her as a part of the Price Right Auto family. So, excuse me, my coffee's coming up this morning. But Heather, um, yeah, Heather is a vital part of the organization as well um, as she kind of manages our inventory, manages the detail department. So, Matt, thanks for that special shout-out to Heather today. And, Heather, uh, thanks for working so hard and, yep. and doing what you do. And your nickname is The Key Lady. The Key Lady the keys all right well it's time for my favorite part of the day oh man it's been a while huh it's been a long time i just googled stumping brandon marsh in my phone really does it come up or anything no we're not famous yet not yet but we're getting there (laughs) stumping brandon marsh can they stump him with this week's riddle 
Oh, here's here's an easy, not an easy one. Sorry. Uh, now I'm gonna screw it up. Um, which fish costs the most? Don't think too hard. Which fish? Costs which fish the costs the most? Oh man, I'm thinking really hard about. Yeah, you it. don't have to think that hard. Oh, I like this one too. <clears throat> a goldfish. I told you not to think too hard. Why is that's he... a toughie? Okay, this <laughs> one's a little bit of a toughie too, but it's, I think it's kind of funny. Why is Europe like a frying pan? Because it has Europe? it has grease at the bottom. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Okay, I'll try to find you one more that's more of a real... I wasn't too good at geography, joke. so... No? Yeah, I never really cared about where things were. Whoa. <laughs> Fair. I think that's... I think you're entitled to that opinion. Yeah. We have you know? GPS, you know. Hey, I want to go there. People can take us places. Um... Oh, here's one. <laughs> Your left eye is sinking. Yeah, I know it is. Okay. Who has married many women but was never married? Who has married many women? Oh, uh, minister. Yeah, B. Marsh. <laughs> nice job, buddy. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Uh, give us some feedback. Highlight an employee. And as always, let's just continue to try to be the best versions of ourselves that we can be. Exactly. And if you love Toyotas, you can uh, feel free to yell at me. Yeah, or come down to Price Right Auto, and I, I know we have a Tacoma right now. We do. So, I mean, you could it could be yours today for a small price of whatever it's listed at. <laughs> Plus tax. <laughs> Plus tax, title, <laughs> registration. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.